Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider It seems I've heard that song before. Call the patent office, copyright the name Green Goblin. I want a corner every time somebody says it. That spider freak making me look ridiculous. Up, up, and away with! What? Shazam! Spider-Man? Stupid reporters still think puny Parker's Spidey. Go, Web, go! We're gonna have a hell of a time. Hello and welcome back. It's a uh, new episode of Swinging Free Spider-Man. We're on episode 23. As usual, I'm James Rushton. Each week I read two Spider-Man comics to my best friend Bradley Hughes, who is over there. hey He sounds good, so I won't even ask him, are you good? Always good. Always good. We have something to kind of announce. On our 25th episode, we'll be taking a slight break from your usual scheduled content to do a sort of Q&A and a recap, a nice jump in on point, and also a little bit of a bonus, I guess, for people to uh, kind of have a break from Spider-Man, ask us a few questions, and we can do something a little bit different. If you've got anything to ask us or anything you want us to talk about, head to at Spidey Podcast on Twitter or at Instagram and feel free to message us and talk to us. It'd be really good to hear from you and it'll, I think it'll be a really good episode. Just to have a slight breather from reading Spider-Man comic after Spider-Man comic and to uh, you know keep the love up, keep the faith up and uh, do something a little bit different. Just a bit of a pl- uh, palate cleanser. Um, give people a jumping on point. Never a jumping off point because the trend doesn't stop. No, it doesn't, and uh, we'll be refreshing a few things behind the scenes. We'll be maybe debuting. We've had a new piece of music made for us, uh, which is really cool, which we'll be debuting, and I think Brad wants to do something as well. So we'll have a real different-sounding podcast, I guess, to a start and end, but something that will sound a lot better than maybe what we have now. I don't know. We'll see We'll see how it goes. But uh, anyway, it'll be packaged. It'll be packaged with Spider-Man stuff rather than stuff we found. <laughs> you know, stuff we've made stuff that's been made for us basically and stuff we've just found off the internet which is always like good the rustic appeal of our intro i do i do but uh it, you know it's always it's always good to freshen things up and uh 25 episodes is a long time so why not man why not give it a go see see how people like it and if we're told to change it back i'm sure we've got the old intro stored so it's you know also um didn't didn't, didn't we uh talk about the other day about what we was going to be calling our um are following yeah um i think kevin says we say geezers a lot so why not spider geezers I, I do really like spider geezers i like that and i would like to mention at this point now i think me and you use geezers as a kind of gender neutral term no matter who you are you're a geezer i think i call my best friends dudes depend doesn't matter what kind of uh creed or color gender you know yeah, anything. I mean, it's uh, it's something we've reclaimed, I guess, as our own little term. So, spider geezers, I like, but we'll we'll keep the conversation going for a few episodes. Yeah, I think maybe it'll probably be around bloody episode thirty or at least twenty five when we actually decide. But I think we'll give it a few more episodes, see if we can get a few more in. But I think spider geezers is good. I think we had spider ears, which I guess is to do with listening. Uh, we've had a few, so thanks for that. That was really really kind. But I think Spidey Gears is in the lead. We'll see. We'll see what we get, though. I'll keep that open. But again, thank you so much. At Spidey Podcast, you can talk to us. We're always on the account. We love... It's been really cool being tagged in some Spider-Man stuff that we don't quite get at the moment. See the Green Goblin on uh, the comics from the future and some Spider-Man fan art. It's always... You know, it's good to be 
tag team to that. It really has made us feel really welcome. So really appreciate that. I think everyone's really cool. We've seen everyone loving in on Black Panther, like Brad said a few episodes ago. Uh, things are really cool, and I'm really appreciative of all the love we get. So thank you so much for that, because it does help. You know what helps me get through the week? Spider-Man. A lot, a lot of Spider-Man. Wow. We've got a 23rd episode, mate. We've got issue 21 of The Amazing Spider-Man. Shall we get into it? Nobody locks you when you're 24. On the streets of New York, Johnny Storm, better known as the Human Torch, breaks into a panic whilst on a date with his girlfriend, Doris. So just sexy name. <laughs> Loose has broken that his old foe, the Beetle, such a sexy name, has been released <laughs> from jail under his civilian name, Abner Jenkins. Such a sexy name. He races across the city and leaves his girl high and dry. At the same time, Peter Parker. Are you going to do it? No, I can't. Uh, can't hold it, Peter Parker. <laughs> Such a sexy name. <laughs> the much maligned Spider-Man, of course, is swinging around to get a bit of fresh air. We know he does that now. He just goes, puts his costume yeah, on, swings around to, to get away. <laughs> clears the web out of his head. He's getting a bit harassed. Uh, no one really likes him. Um, he does damage. He, he causes a lot of destruction. He's a an expensive character. He builds, you know, he wrecks cars. He has citywide battles, and he doesn't really do that much good. Yeah, it's not I exactly guess he got a full clean sheet as a. No, it's not like the Fantastic Four or the Avengers who can kind of get away. He fucks up a lot. Mm. Uh, it's like the uh, Incredibles when the Mister Incredible tries to save that guy who's trying to kill himself. And just like breaks his spot. Oh yeah, and then everyone's just like, "Well, if you wanted to die, you should have just let him die." And he's just like, "Yeah, I was trying to save him. But he ends up hurting him." Yeah. Speaking about the Incredibles, man, the Incredibles two trailer drop, man, and it looks awesome. Can't wait for that. Check that shit out. Incredibles is really cool. Most Pixar things are cool. I mean, there's some I don't know, but some of him cast Coco, cast two. Go watch Coco. That's really good as well. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. Take that advice. So, he sees the love that the Human Torch is getting. The Human Torch just blasted off to race across the city, but he's pulling off stunts, man. He's making hearts out of fire, flying through them. He's loved. People adore the Human Torch, Johnny Storm. Spider-Man isn't about that. He sees it all happening. It pisses him off. It really does hit him hard. He thinks he's doing so much street-level work and all these other heroes are getting so much credit for what they do, but he's not. Yeah. I suppose suppose it's really easy to love a superhero that literally stops your planet from being eaten. It it helps. It does help. Oh, yeah. The Beetle, however, is stalking them. So you've got Spider-Man watching the Human Torch. You've got the Human Torch flying across the city. And you've got the Beetle in his Beetle costume following them. He's got really weird hands. Have you seen them? Yeah, gloves? they're like... You know what? It looks like sea monkey hands. Yeah. It looks like... You know those bow and arrows that you used to get from like the Poundland? Like with the little suction cups on the end of each of the arrows? Looks like a molesting hand just made out of them. He's just, 
it yeah, looks like, like if Perfect Cell from Dragon Ball Z got fucked over by a suction cup claw grab machine, that's who you got. Abner Jenkins. Abner Jenkins. Such a sexy name. So sexy. He looks like the type of man that has a really shitty flat and eats sea monkey eggs. Kind of guy that like puts out his cat his cat food whilst talking to the cat. And if he gets a bit on his finger, he doesn't wash his hands, he just licks it off. I shall get on my knees and eat the cat food with you, young cat. My name is Abner Jenkins, otherwise known as the Beetle. I am not I am not struggling with anything in my life at all. <laughs> Every night he goes to bed and just a couple next door are absolutely railing up against the fucking wall. He's, he's most... This doesn't affect me <laughs> at all. He's just, all you hear is a headboard just banging off the wall. You see you see that drywall just falling onto his pillar. I long for human touch. This is fine, however. <laughs> there is much in the Beatles' life that fulfills him. Flying around the city, being arrested, Fighting the human torch. I am a major villain. (laughs) I am not at all forgettable. (laughs) With a name like Abner Jenkins, who could forget me? (laughs) It is a sexy name. The Beatle follows Johnny Storm back to his home, where a row has erupted. Of course, he left Doris. Such a sexy sexy name. High and dry. Uh, Doris is fed up of Johnny's antics. He's not even been a hero. He's just bursting into flame and showing off. He's not doing anything and it's getting to him. Dude, she's done. She's like at the end of that. She's era. done. But he's just <laughs> in this in this frame, Johnny Johnny Storm's just sort of like looking into the into the camera, sort of like a well, what am I gonna do? We'll get to what he says. Don't read what no, he says. No. It's all to do with the bet. The bet is, Doris says, I won't be with you if you flame on in the next 24 hours, mate, pal. If you even spark up or flame on or a whisper if a a spark happens, it's done, it's done. I don't, you know, you're out of time, boy. Hit the road, Jack. Johnny Storm says, Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back no more. Let's just wait for the performance to end there. Well, I hold my breath. <laughs> it's a deal. Love of my life. But what did they feed you when you were a baby? Nails. Where the fuck do you get off, Johnny? <laughs> Is this real human talk? Is this what people actually said? The Beatles outside. Ah, so that is how popular humans speak. <laughs> Records it. Playing it back on loop. See, Mr. Kibbles, I knew that the human people spoke like I do. It is merely a matter of understanding. Dear Mr. Kibbles, you are not eating your biscuits, your cat dreamies today. What did they feed you when you were a kitten? Nails? (laughs) (laughs) It is so nice to meet you, Sandra. Finally, after hooking up with you on a dating website. Oh, you do not want to drink. What did they feed you when you were a baby? Nails? He <laughs> sound, sounds like one of them um, phone calls that are just like, have you had an accident? He's like, I don't even own a car. 
Abner Jenkins. Abner Such a sexy name. Jenkins. This is the first time I've ever... This is... I mean, most of the time we know kind of from watching the animated series and stuff and films, the people. I didn't know this guy existed. So this is genuine. A lot of Ringmaster as well. I didn't know this was a thing. Not even a clue. Unless Johnny Storm can stay Johnny Storm for 24 hours, Doris is going to dump him. This is all being noted, by the way, by the beetle who's hanging outside the window. Of course. The next day, as Doris is out shopping, she bumps into none other than Peter Parker. Doris was knocked over by some kids, and Peter, being the kind soul he is, walks up to her and has helped her with her goods and sends her on her way. He realizes though that she's left a wallet or a purse on the floor, and being a you know good Samaritan, he picks it up, heads to her address, and drops it off. But he's invited in for a soda, a glass of coke. Uh, it's funny when when I when I dropped this wallet, there seemed to have been at least about fifty dollars in here. And Peter's just like, no, there wasn't. Peter's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, when he's helping the goods, oh, just take that wallet and drop it on the floor, and there's the excuse. <laughs> I've got her in a bag. It's like the do you know them pickup artist books and they're really fucking towing a line of being predatory. Actually, they are Straight predatory. Up, I'll come out and say it. Straight up predatory. Whatever happened with the good old fashioned just going up to someone and saying hi? You know? Yeah, you you know, you don't have to do all these jokes or don't have to come on really strong. If someone if someone's cool with you, they're cool with you. Uh and this is kind of what happens. He does make the excuse. He doesn't well. The excuse is there, but he's all too happy to walk off, and he gets invited in for a little coke and a little chat in that in, a, in Johnny Storm's nice house. And uh, Doris kind of she doesn't fall for him, but she realizes, hey, there's other people out there who like cool things. Literally, just been invo- invited in for a soda, <laughs> and he and this is Peter Parker, the, the guy that's really unpopular at school. Like, he doesn't really like cool things. Nah. Well, Doris is obviously with someone who is very erratic and very show-offy and she's realising, hang on, there's a guy out here who likes cool things in the sense that she likes normal things. Uh, Yeah, that makes sense. So Peter heads off and guess who sees what's going on? Johnny Storm by any chance. Johnny Storm is leaning out the window of his car wondering who that guy was and he walks in and confronts Doris, of course. So who's that guy? And by the way, I haven't flamed on in hours. In hours. Would you believe it? Would you believe it? I haven't flamed on <laughs> Not in even hours. once. Not even to light a cigarette. However, Doris is inspired. She wants to make Johnny more like Peter Parker, more like a refined gentleman. Mm. Hmm. Mm. His name is Peter Parker, Johnny. He's a student. He's nice. And he's interested in politics, science, and current events. It sounds like he's been like introduced on a fucking game show. <laughs> <laughs> when he's not swinging around, he likes long walks on the beach. And uh, she tells you, Johnny, take a leaf from his book. And of course, this is once again heard by none other than Abner Jenkins. Such a sexy name. He gets into his suit as a beetle and does his plans. Uh, whilst Doris has told... Johnny, you know, you need to improve your act, mate. You need to really improve your act. I can't imagine that getting into any of these outfits is at all majestic. It's not flattering. <laughs> it just sounds like, like, like latex gloves being put on all the time. Just... 
and you slap him in. Mr. Kibbles, that is a tight fit. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, no reply. What did your mother feed you when you were a kitten? Nails? Nails? <laughs> oh, no, I seem to have put my molesting claw hand on the wrong hand. It needs to be on the left and not the right. Oh, wait, I had it on the right hand in the first place. That is like a lava. What am I to do, Mr. Gibbles? Later in the day, as Pete is walking Betty Brandt home and trying to, you know, get on, get back with her, trying to organise a dinner date with her, her boyfriend-ish, Ned Leeds, is away in Europe for months and months and months, as we described in the last episode. I'm not going to lie. Pete, 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 this is a dick move. Like, you had your choice, you had your chances better. Let it go. She's finally happy without you fucking up her life. Leave it, be. It won't matter, mate. They're interrupted by Johnny Storm, who showed up and demands to know why he was with Doris. In his Fantastic Four get-up as well. Oh, yeah. He has to show off. He's in his uniform. Pete says he's in pyjamas and calls him a girl. (laughs) (laughs) He shows up basically to tell Pete to back off. Doris is his girl and he won't be having any of it. Bet he hears this. Doesn't like a word of it and walks off crying. Betty, you can't have your cake and eat it. This is this is all kinds of fucked up. This is like I've heard of like a love triangle, but this is like some sort of like love polygon. It's it's odd. Uh Betty's not having any of it. She walks Pete you know, she gave Peter another chance. He doesn't care, clearly. Peter flips. He uh, calls the human torch Johnny Storm a brainless, swell-headed, loudmouth jerk. Who do you think you're shooting your yap off? And that takes Johnny Storm by complete surprise. <laughs> Pete storms off to walk off with Betty. Johnny's left confused. And Flash Thompson starts on Johnny Storm looking for a, a target. Where the fuck? <laughs> Where does Flash get off going after? He just shows up. <laughs> He's just like, hold on, guys, I got this. Really is. He's like, hey, isn't that the human touch? Wait, I could fight him. <laughs> Bearing in mind he's I don't know, maybe it's because he's having a having a few words with Peter Parker. Pete tries to fix things up with Betty, but it's no use. Pete erupts into anger, breaks some big bricks with his bare hands and loses it. How dare Johnny Storm come out of nowhere and confront him like that? He only went in for a soda, popped that cap off the sweet glass bottle of a Coca-Cola, and then he's just like well, uh, I'm just going to pour this drink and uh, how about you uh, just get on your knees and suck my dick? It weren't like that at all. It just... Can't she just have friends? Can't she just invite people around for sodas? An idea hits Peter. Storm doesn't care for Peter Parker, but hey, what if Spidey made a move on his girl, Doris? I believe this has happened before. Oh, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, Johnny Storm got fucked up as well. He's real lucky that the rest of the Fantastic Four came about. As as, as a quick recap, um, last time this happened, um, Spider Man just sort of Peter got fucking stuck. Yeah, um, Peter was on was uh, having a bit of a rebound after being rejected by Liz Allen, and then he thought, oh, maybe I can go after <laughs> after uh, Johnny Storm's girl because she likes super powered guys. And she basically just went in there and said, oh, you should be with me because I'm better than the Human Torch. And she was like, eh, all right then, whatever. The Human Torch came along and told the Spider-Man to back the fuck off. They ended up having a fight on the beach. 
Spider-Man doused his flames using like sandbags. And then the rest of the Fantastic Four swooped in and stopped the fight. To which then Spider-Man started to put the moves on the Invisible Woman. Susan Storm, Johnny's sister. So they aren't the, they're like rivals. They're just fucking having a go at each other. He's just like, this is a Spider-Man wants to swing by every now and again. And he's like, I fucked your sister. So Spidey swings to Doris's house. However, he's jumped by the beetle who is waiting nearby. Aha, it is the Spider-Man. Just <laughs> some random guy walking, his dog walking past, just going, Beetle, you suck. You just suck. Fuck off, man. You just suck. He tumbles into the beetle and they have a scrap going to and fro with each other. Um, it's an even match. Um, the beetle's got strength. He can pick up Spider-Man and launch him into trees and Spider-Man can jump back. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's not going too well for him because he's launched through the house basically um doris panics of course inside the house she notices the ruckus and in a panic phones johnny storm to tell him that two villains are actually fighting outside the house mate can you uh, come over can you flame on please he isn't falling for anything and thinks it a pr- he thinks it's a prank please try harder doris man but i really babe i really love your sense of humor it's incredible hangs up <laughs> fully just lying back on the sofa as well he hangs up as Spidey launches the beetle through the walls of the house. <sighs> Loud clatter. Realising the fight is a no-go, the beetle grabs Doris and flies off at speed before Spider-Man can even realise what's happened. Johnny Storm, in his Sunday best, has walked around to the house expecting an apology from Doris. He doesn't get it because she's not there. The house is destroyed. There's web everywhere. And there's bits of the beetle's shitty armour everywhere. Do you think there's a hole in the wall? And he actually used the door and was waiting for the door and ringing the doorbell. <laughs> what, the beetle? <laughs> no, Johnny Storm. He's just I can just up imagine a beetle doing door. it because it's like, the hole in the wall would not be what regular humans would do. I must use the door. It is not socially appropriate. No, he must. He, he, I'd imagine it's one of them times where he's just sort of like, as he opens the door, the wall falls apart around it. Well, at least I can fit my wings through the door without turning sideways. He gets stuck down the corridor halfway through, <laughs> holding Betty Brant with one of them little suction cup things. No, it won't Betty Brant, it's Doris. Doris, yeah. The human torch, Johnny Storm, turns his flame on and flies off, running straight into a guilty-looking Spider-Man who is already chasing the beetle. The Human Torch is not happy and he thinks Spider-Man is trying to escape. So he attacks Spider-Man. Outright, man. The Human Torch and Spidey tumble and battle each other in the air. As Spidey tries to lure the Human Torch towards the beetle, he's got absolutely no time to explain why he doesn't have time to explain. Not going to plan, basically, mate. Now, at the bugle, Betty tries to call Pete to give him a chance, but he's not on the phone. Aunt May says he's out or doing whatever. This isn't a good look. She weeps again. She just wanted him to say that nothing was up, give him a second chance and bring life back to normal. Not good. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the beetle is caught in between Spider-Man and the human torch who are fighting each other whilst trying to fight him. They attempt to catch the beetle who's taken them to a location where they can have a scrap. They do manage to take the beetle down by kicking him in the head at the same time, as you can see. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect synchronised kick, man. The Beatles taken down. They use their powers to capture him. Um, 
Spider-Man webs him up while the Human Torch encourages him in a cage of fire until the police show. But it's not all rosy, mate. Doris blames Spider-Man for everything, and the Torch still doesn't know who he is or have a read on his personality at all. He's so erratic. Spidey takes a cue and runs off. He flees. Life isn't going too well. He's losing people he loves. They don't rate him. He can't explain anyone anything. He can't tell his identity to anyone. He feels he's a four guy. Everyone else gets glory, the girls respect. And he's had it, mate. He just sat down with a couple of these people every now and again. <clears throat> just had conversations with them like normal people. Things would go a hell of a lot more smooth. All he needs to do is just say he's got like Oh no, just make up an excuse the reason why he has to go, like just say he volunteers for like I don't know. Is that he's a big brother or something? Like, like, oh, just, Anything? Oh, I've just, just um, thought I've forgotten about the appointment that I had with, I don't know, Jeremy. I've got to go gotta go help him out, you know, as a big brother does. And then he'll be like, yeah, he's doing a noble thing. What a good guy, you know. He runs off. He checks out the city and he wonders, is this board ever going to give him respect or is he going to be shunned and loathed? And maybe if he revealed his secret identity, it would all change, but he, he can't, and that's where it ends. It's not, it's not the time for him to do it. I'd, I reckon around about Infinity, no, uh, Civil War, that's around about the time to do it. <laughs> Perfect, we'll get there in about seven years. Mate, strange one. Again, that Human Torch thing is going on. Again, he's been an ass. <laughs> again, he's not doing the right things, and again, it looks like his life has taken another turn for the worse. It's like, as soon as I start building relationships between Peter and anyone else involved in his life, you just demolish it within like one or two issues. You're telling me. You're telling me. It doesn't doesn't go well for him. And I have to say, it's quite sad seeing him fall after doing so well in the last few. I mean, beating the Scorpion, getting back on top. But then it goes back to this. Yeah, but his personal life is still skewed. He's still not having having the best look when it comes to to the other people in his life. Flash is still bullying him mercilessly. Um, meanwhile, kissing Spider Man's ass. Liz is <clears throat> not interested anymore. Or is she? I can't quite remember. She's very interested. Okay, well, there's <laughs> good old Plan B. Um, Betty was moved on, but now. She's recently had rekindled feelings. JJ's always going to be a prick. There's never, ever going to be a way to win him round. The city swings left and right, depending on what <laughs> what day of the week it is. Human Torch is, you know, he's, uh, he's like a um, professional rival, as it was. It's just, it's not quite... Oh, and then, of course, you've got Aunt May in that hospital every now and again. And mystery next door neighbor woman trying to fix him up with uh with her. It could be it could be a lot better. That's one. Oh yeah, definitely. That's one. But yeah, I think that's a perfect time to end it, man. A good half an hour of Spider Man again. We'll be back very soon with the return of the Ringmaster ish. Okay, I wasn't expecting to see hide nor hair of him. 
Yeah. <laughs> After the beta, we go back into the ringmaster and then we have our recap and Q&A uh, taking us through the next couple of episodes. It's been Swinging Through Spider-Man, episode 23. We've dealt with issue 21 of the amazing Spider-Man run, the first amazing Spider-Man run, may I add. It's our first time reading it. And thank you. If you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you, you want to leave a review, that'd be awesome. Or if you just want to tweet at us at Spidey Podcast, we're looking for Q&A questions or anything you want to want featured in that recap, that 25th episode. So uh, hit us up and we'll we'll bring that to you within a, a few days, I guess. It'll be 25th, so wait for our 24th first with the Ringmaster and then you can enjoy that recap, which is a great jumping on point. And or for the regular listeners, it'll be a decent st- place to recap refresh and uh, move on into a new era of swinging through spider-man but yeah thank you for your support so so far i, I really appreciate it i've been james rush and that's bradley hughes and uh, any final thoughts before we go such a sexy name <laughs> and that's goodbye from me guys <laughs>